0: We'll be right <laughs> Of PHOY Phillies Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Bienvenidos to PHOY Phillies Podcast. We've got Jamie Lynch, Tyler Zuli, myself, Renee Washington, and we've got all of you already in the chat with the conversation. I'm not sure who was first, Tyler, if you scroll up. Let's no, see who race. won today. It was Dave P with the first comment about rotisserie chicken. Ooh,
1: Bell and Evans. You ever get their chicken? No. Bell and Evans, you guys should advertise with us because I will sell with my heart, soul, and is passion. Is that how
0: he got onto chicken talk?
1: Yeah, he said, uh, I'm getting rotisserie chicken to celebrate being first. Bell and Evans is my favorite. And so D- Dave P knows chicken because that is some high quality stuff right there. I get that for the girls, and I end up uh, hoping that they leave some leftovers so I get to na- <laughs> nail a couple nuggets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it sounds like it's a great way to celebrate being the first in the chat <laughs> with some chicken. Go get yourself some chicken right I mean, now. Who doesn't
1: love some chicken? Come on now.
0: I love chicken. Oh, I love so all good. types of chicken. Yeah, we Grilled grabbed chicken, the rotisserie bird chicken, at, the, chicken, at
1: the grocery store. is a great purchase. You can make chicken salad out of it. You can get dinners out of it. You can oh, like do it with a whole bunch of different meals for like seven, eight bucks.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. There's our ad for the day. Chicken. <laughs> get some chicken. <laughs> Come get your chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. So welcome in, spiral out, King Krabs, Dave, everybody that's in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button. Let's Join the conversation because uh, a name we actually haven't talked a lot about recently, which is Wild uh, Jamie, you and Dave are on the same page for sure. Um,
1: <clears throat> we know chicken,
0: you know, chicken, you know, your chicken and you know what else? We know our ace Zach Wheeler. Now we haven't had a chance or a reason really to talk a lot about Zach Wheeler as of late. In fact, we haven't really had to talk much about the Phillies in general. A lot of the hot stove updates have been other teams and we've been following what's going on around the league. Of course, keeping an eye on how that affects the Phillies and you know, who potentially will be added to the Phillies. Well, let's talk about some extensions in terms of Zach Wheeler. Now, Zach Wheeler is set to become a free agent after the 2024 season, uh, which is the last of his five-year $118 million deal that he signed back prior to 2020. And I know we talked about it on the show before that Zach Wheeler's extension has to be a priority. We've talked Aaron Nola signing. We've talked Bryce Harper's contract being rejigged and reconfigured. And Zach Wheeler's extension is absolutely something that's a priority. And we know Dave Dombrowski did mention when asked about Zach Wheeler around the time of Aaron Nola signing, he mentioned, we know we'd like to keep him in the organization for a lengthy period, but it's not always easy. So it's something that I'm sure we'll pursue at some point, but I'm not sure at this point how important it is for Wheeler's camp at this time now Todd Dalecki did write a piece on this Jamie and talking about the future for Zach whether or not that extension happens and what it means if it doesn't happen uh what were what are your thoughts on Zach was extension yeah he signed
1: it was uh in Todd's story <laughs> yesterday where he, he, he mentioned the the Wheeler extension and it just got me thinking like in terms of priority of Philly's moves to come is this actually the next most important thing
0: mm. cuz
1: Aaron Noel is taken care of that stress has been uh you know relieved you need an outfielder but i i I'm getting the sense that they're not going to go like huge and spend big money on an outfielder bullpen arms are always added uh to what degree or by a trade or whatever so they're like they're kind of minor things uh and Todd's point in his story yesterday was like i think it's his sense that there's not that pressure from the Wheeler camp to get a deal done. Yeah. Because hitting free agency right now, like he's not going to do anything until Yamamoto signs. Yeah. And when Yamamoto signs, he's going to go, okay, if he got <clears throat> 205, I can probably get 230 or 240. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he is a little bit older. Uh, he's older than Aaron Nola. He's, I 34. believe, 34. Yeah. Uh, so by the end of this deal, depending on how many years, is he one of these Scherzer Verlander types that can go into their early 40s? You know, I don't I don't know. He's shown no signs of declining. Uh, but I think Zach Wheeler extension might be the next big Phillies move or maybe another way to say it is the most important next move mm-hmm. that they make. Uh, so Todd really got me thinking with that yesterday because I do think it's the most important thing the Phillies are going to have on the on the table in front of them this offseason you know, uh, we're on the doorstep of the winter meetings here, where a lot of stuff is going to happen, uh, and I'm sure yeah. Zach Wheeler's camp isn't in a rush because free agency might be very appealing to them.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I know as Todd was posing um, the question about if Zach Wheeler's camp would like to test the waters a bit and see what numbers you know they can yeah. they can entertain in free agency. Listen every year the market goes up the sure. price tag goes up yesterday's and
1: price is not today's price correct
0: period jamie and so for zach wheeler the ace and the best pitcher in the league right now uh one of the top pitchers in the league right now to have an opportunity to, sure. to you know stick his toes out in the free agency waters and see what's what sticks as dave talked about dave nebrowski talked about around Aaron nola It's consistent for everybody. Free agency is an opportunity for guys to kind of see what their options are. And even if he's not considering leaving the Phillies to at least put that pressure on, that his contract extension or, you know, whatever his future looks like, needs to match what other pitchers are getting, especially as one of the best in the league right now. So when you talk about Verlander and Scherzer, yeah, I mean, Zach Wheeler signing a deal like like each of them have signed in, in recent years. makes could make sense yeah and
1: that was part of todd's story Mm -hmm. as well where you know he said you know they did sign those short-term big money deals but then you're talking about 43 44 million dollars a year yeah but you keep the years in 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 an advantage for the phillies so you know he might be a candidate for one of those i think i saw somebody in the chat say uh if he wants i'd oh dave p uh my chicken again you guys yeah he said if if he wants i'll go four for 120 with him um Yeah, I think it's going to cost you more than that, Um, especially if they start shooting for these Scherzer uh, and Verlander type of numbers. If they're going to forfeit a couple years, you might have to up that closer to like 40. Uh, And and Todd does say, look, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball now, proven. Uh, When the Phillies got him on this bargain type of deal, they were betting on him becoming this guy. Mm -hmm. Well, he became this guy. And this is from Todd's story. You know, Wheeler's 19.6 B War and 19.3 F War for the past four seasons is the best in the majors. Wheeler's 2.42 ERA in the postseason is the sixth best in MLB history with a st- uh, minimum of 10 starts. Mm-hmm. So Zach Wheeler has earned his money. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be beneficial to the Phillies to get it done, uh, but you need two to tango, as they say, Renee. And i don't know reading todd's story i just went like it seems to me like zach wheeler's camp wants to hit free agency
0: well as you talk about the, and that's
1: just my interpretation that yeah he might not have meant that but that's the way i interpret
0: it well i know even the point that dave dombrowski was making about you know i'm not sure how important it is for zach wheeler's camp at this time leaves you to speculate there might be potential that he does want to hit free agency as you talk about those deals. Max Scherzer signed a three-year, $130 million contract that runs through 2024 with a 43.33 million AAV. He's 39. Verlander, who's 40 signed a two-year, $86.7 million deal that runs through 2024. Also with the same 43.33 million AAV. Then you have other pitchers like Jacob deGrom, who's got a 37 million AAV, Garrett Cole, 36 mil, Steven Strasburg, 35 million that did sign longer term deals. Um, but the numbers are going up. And so for Zach Wheeler, as you talk about his, his stats, have him as the best in postseason history, in major League in the in the majors right now. He's absolutely deserving of being paid more. And when yeah. he signed his deal back before 2020 at $118 million to now, a it's steal. a different Zach Wheeler. It, that was, a, a steal. it was a huge deal. It was a steal. But now he's deserving of more. And so. I'm all for playing playing hardball a little yeah. bit. You know what your worth is. You know what your value is. Zach Willis proven himself. You get the Phillies. You help get the Phillies to the World Series, the NLCS. You're the best one of the best in the league. To ching ching ching. It's it seems like I think they might actually be looking to get into free agency yeah, or at and least I, push the envelope.
2: Yeah, the I would, I
0: would,
1: I would want to, but again, yeah. with baseball, it's guaranteed money. So like mm-hmm. if he goes out there and has Tommy John surgery at age 34, 35, he might, that. he might lose, uh, you know, some guaranteed money there. So it's that fine line of like, yeah, we want to hit free agency. Oh, but baseball's guaranteed. Uh, do I take the guaranteed money? Because that's good for life. Uh, and Mopar in the chat was saying, when do you expect a deal done? I would imagine that, that they're going to handle this the same way they did with NOLA last year, mm-hmm. which is once spring training comes around, uh, you know the agent's going to be there in, in Florida. Uh, Zach will be there, obviously. I, I would imagine they start to negotiate around that time. But again, that's yeah. just a guess. Because if I'm Zach Wheeler's camp, you know I want the winter meetings to happen. I want the offseason to play out. I want to see what Jordan Montgomery's making so I know what I can you know, if you value Zach Wheeler as an A-plus pitcher mm-hmm. and Jordan Montgomery as a B-plus pitcher, you,
2: you, mm-hmm. you know, you gauge mm-hmm. your
1: scales uh, based on what the market reset at. So I would imagine in spring training, they'd sit down and try and get something done. It'll be interesting to me because Zach Wheeler did have a a little bit of an injury past in New yes. York, and that's part of why the Phillies got him on such a good deal. Does he want to take the risk? Because mm-hmm. that's one thing the Phillies have in their – Advantage here is that it's guaranteed money. Do you want the carrot dangling in front of your face, or do you want to go throw two hundred and ten innings and hope you come out healthy? Yeah, it's it's a tough one for the athlete because it's guaranteed money. This isn't the NFL, right? This isn't you know NBA is guaranteed, but MLB like it's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully they get it done. I'd like to see them get it done. I'd be all for uh, you know a. four year deal for I don't know, like hundred and fifty, whatever that uh roughly comes out. You're the mather in, in, of the two of us. What's I that? I
0: wasn't wait, run those numbers by four me. Four years
1: one fifty. What does that come four out? Four years
0: one fifty runs you at about thirty yeah, it's just under forty. Yeah, so yeah. So like
1: 37, 38 If mm-hmm. you want to do something like that, here- it is
0: it is yeah, thirty eight point two
1: here's here's a check. Per year. I'll go four for one fifty with Zach yeah. Wheeler if that's what he wants. Keep it low for the team and because, look, Andrew Painter, I saw somebody else mention him in the chat. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of changed everything because the Phillies thought he was going to be up this past year. And they were going to have a chance to evaluate him, evaluate him versus Major League hitters. And then if Andrew Painter was legit,
0: right. was maybe you don't sign
1: Nola. Maybe you just extend Wheeler then. But now that Andrew Painter, like these these two years right now are like kind of like that it important future current bridge builder Mm -hmm. and painter's injury kind of like made you have to go all in for both of these guys. So it's an interesting thing. And Todd had really had me thinking yesterday, like, yeah, I think Zach Wheeler is the most important thing the Phillies need to get done.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it was MBDBDBF that was saying that he's the bridge to painter. It it was unfortunate that, you know, we haven't had a chance to evaluate how painter was, was going to pitch. And now we have to wait another season Um, because it would give you a little bit more clarity into the future and what makes most sense. But I do also feel like when you're looking at wanting better at bats, outfielders, pitching arms, uh, all of that is, is great. But Zach Wheeler is more important than, than Aaron Nola signing. Like Zach Wheeler is the ace. He's, he's the one that you have, you have to make sure you are keeping him happy. You're keeping him here. You've got him locked in. Um, I know Chris was talking about uh, Doc in the chat and how he feels like Zach is the closest to to Roy that he's seen with the Phillies. I mean, there are very few starting pitchers in our lifetime specifically that we've seen that have the heart and soul. You want to talk about whole hearts, have the whole hearts of of the Phillies. And Zach Wheeler has earned that and proven that and someone that you want to make sure that you have here happy for the future. Yeah, I
1: mean, this three-year run he's been on uh, in Man. a Phillies uniform is right up there. Uh, I haven't done the side by side, but maybe maybe tomorrow we deep dive that because I know Tyler would get all baseball horny over <laughs> that conversation. The three years of Roy Halladay versus the three years of Wheeler versus like the three years of Hamels' prime. Yeah, uh, oh, that's and, a fun one. Yeah, and and like you could even bring in you know the other aces and Cliff Lee mm-hmm. and Roy Oswalt like. He's probably been right there statistically. I'm just guessing here. At least even, and you might even be able to make the case like one of the best. Yeah. Um, Doc's probably slightly better statistically, I would guess. But man, uh, absolute home run of a signing when it happened, and and now you want to you know lock him up and. For um, sure yeah it's an interesting one for sure pay the man his money as teddy Mm -hmm. kgb would say
0: (laughs) john saying in the chat rodolfo castro's unsigned and we're talking about zach wheeler (laughs) yes john yes we are yeah um but yeah in the chat i know you guys are sharing your thoughts for sure it's Um, I see Matt Klintak in the chat as well. Um, Well,
1: his name crossed my mind this morning, too. Really? With some news because he's in Milwaukee. We'll get to that when we get to the morning hot stove here.
0: Uh, A couple of Phillies
1: things to tie a bow on. But, yes, Matt Klintak's name did cross my brain this morning.
0: Huh. There's a lot that's, that's come across the Major League Baseball news radar. So we have a lot to get into today. Let's keep this train rolling, though, moving along um I, let's go next into more phillies updates i know i i saw the email and then our uh co-worker steve also sent us the email about the london series in 2024 which will be here before we know it guys because it's already almost december which is wild to think about and that being said you guys also will have an opportunity to take advantage of the pre-sale tickets that are coming out there's an exclusive weekend ticket pre-sale for the london series that begins today Today at 10 a.m., so you guys are able to take advantage of booking your tickets. The London series is June 8th and 9th at the London Stadium, and of course, you have the option. There's like the weekend tickets option, or there's day tickets, and that will give you, uh, depending on you know what you're purchasing, either seats to both games in the series, or seats to one. And then you, there are other con- you know restrictions in there, like you can only buy up to 10 tickets. You can only um you have to wait until the day tickets that's ah, a whole lot but when you go to the website on ticketmaster i know they're one of the spots that are selling tickets uh that you are able to check out and secure your seat to the london yeah. series that's have you done exciting. london before i have not it's on my list it's, of pr- tra- it's pretty cool it's pretty
1: cool it, uh it's it's pretty it's worth the trip yeah um and i think seeing the phillies over there would be uh, pretty freaking cool yeah
0: <laughs> and i think dave is right i think it sounds basically like we're gonna have a PHOI trip to london because uh hey who knows uh, yeah, you know I, uh, my passport's ready
1: i may have already planted a seed there uh oh, yeah. with some of the powers well. that be so uh Listen, hopefully it is something we can do
0: we've been planting some seeds for PHOI to be at a lot of different events around the phillies coming up and around major league baseball to be out there so don't you worry. You're going to be seeing someone, whether it's us or someone from our team, that's going to be out uh, making an appearance at these major off-season events and yeah, things we'll like that. maybe so have some more water. news tomorrow
1: on that. Yeah, so, so you'll,
0: you know, we'll, we'll drop some more. We've been planting seeds yes. all off-season so far, guys. Yes, Dave P.,
1: I would <laughs> love to pound some 40-ounce uh, British cask beer with you. Uh, Fuller's... You know, uh, I don't
0: even like beer, but I would drink beer in London. F-
1: well, so they like the room temperature beer over there out of the cask. I mean... It's really good. A, I, listen, a Fuller's when in pale London, ale. One in London. Pride. Why not a pale I, ale? Yeah. Oh, the Fuller's is good. Uh, their their cuisine not for me. Um, but okay, okay. I mean, if you go into like Michelin rated five star restaurants, I'm sure mm. it's great. But like just like the general, yeah. Cuisine. I don't even know
0: what a general. I know we bangers had bangers and
1: mash. You ever have bangers and mash, sausage um, and mash, and the true English, sausage? Yeah,
0: I like sausage.
1: Um, the true English breakfast. I think Canadian bacon is kind of weird. Um, oh,
0: ah, and they do, bean, they do like beans. They do beans with
1: their meat. eggs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just you know, know. it's fun. But the pubs are great, so you yeah, know, no. we'll have a good time if we get. We'll just
0: be not eating and just at the pubs,
1: yeah, just drinking. It's fine. With that me. sounds
0: like a recipe for disaster.
1: If I was in Nashville <laughs> next week for the winter meetings, uh, I think the alcohol would d- get the best of me down there. Oh,
0: just a guess. Oh, uh,
1: so there was a couple other uh, one last thing that Zalecki kind of alluded to in yes. his his piece yesterday <laughs> was. He's kind of speculating that the red jersey is going to be the one to go. So,
0: but possibly being replaced with the City Connect having red is my guess. Like, I assume the City Connect jersey would be red.
1: I've seen a couple theories. There's a guy on Twitter, Matt Albertson, who's one of like the Sabre um, members of Philadelphia. He was speculating there's a light blue, it was either 1938 or 1948, light blue Phillies uniform with a little Mm. bit of gold in there. Oh. And he's just guessing. He's speculating huh. that could be like an homage to that throwback.
0: So, okay.
1: So if it was like a light blue, not the powder, but there's already the powder blue. So I would find that
0: hmm. a lot that's of blue. What I, feel like that's, I feel like that's weird. That's too many blues. Yeah. Like you can't have a powder blue and a light blue.
1: Yeah. I got I unless,
0: unless you're getting rid of, uh, I can't even say the words. Getting rid of the... Uh, I can't say the it. The blue
1: and gold always I makes can't me say it. think of those <laughs> can't terrible of Eagles uniforms. Powder, uh,
0: yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, the oh my yellow gosh. Jacket <laughs> I know we talked about those before, yeah. but Tyler and I had a chance to talk about <laughs> no.
1: those awful
0: Eagles, light blue. Jer- yeah, yeah no. blue and
1: gold just makes me think of that.
0: No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no,
1: no, 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 um, no. So, one of the other two <laughs> other rumors in Philly's Land, and then we'll get to the morning's hot stove here. Jeff Passon threw in two other teams that dabbled in the Aaron Nola market. Mm-hmm. I always find it interesting I- <laughs> to see who, like, when it comes out, like, who's got sour grapes that they weren't, like, really considered. Uh, And Jeff (laughs) Passon says the Blue Jays and the Reds were the two other teams that showed interest in them. Blue Jays have some pretty good pitching up there, but it makes sense. He could have kind of like maybe put them over the top a little bit with some of their offensive young talent and pitching staff. Uh, And the Reds, they've been a team. We talked about them yesterday. Like the Mm -hmm. NL Central is kind of buzzing a little bit. You know The Cubs make the, yeah. the big move with Craig Council managerial-wise. They're in for Shoei and Yamamoto and all these big money guys. Uh, the Reds seem to be in on a lot of these starting pitchers uh, because they have a young core that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. The Brewers could potentially be selling a lot of pieces. I read a piece yesterday, I think, from Rosenthal that yes. says, now maybe they keep Burns because they do have a lot of talent. I saw something about Christian Yelich online this morning, which, by the way, does intrigue me a little bit. I'm just <laughs> going to say, I know he's not Christian Yelich of four years ago. But um, so the NL Central is kind of like on fire a little bit. So interesting to see the Reds in there. Uh, and then the last piece of Phillies news, Renee. Uh, there was a piece on The Athletic this morning from a writer named Eno Saris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did like the 12 potential future stars in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one, and the reason it caught my eye was because, uh, top left of his story is Preston Mattingly. And I went, Oh, okay. And Preston Mattingly, he goes on to say is basically one of the fastest risers, uh, in the game. Mattingly is for sure a future general manager. One rival executive said Uh just the best person he's worked with players, coaches, scouts, and analysts and everyone loves him so it does seem like this might be Preston Maddingly's last year uh with the organization um
0: it is great when you have the perspective you know to step into a management role and have had an opportunity to work with so many different people um and and that just allows you to when you're when you're You're understanding the roles, you're understanding what they're doing daily, you're understanding how to best work with them, and to be someone that everywhere you go, or whoever you work with, the players love you, the club as a whole loves you, yeah, that would be sad, but it's like one of those bittersweet things, because you want to see... Coaches go off and do great things and get mm-hmm. head coaching jobs yeah. or, you know, move like up. like Brian Johnson getting talked them. about
1: now. It's like,
0: right, right. It's like, funny that's because our guys, we hate, but...
1: he gets hate on a little bit too much here. A but then other teams, yeah, a lot. People
0: are calling for, there's like fire Brian oh, er, Johnson Every Sunday over. I get texts
1: from I'll throw my all buddy holding on the bus, like get Brian Johnson out of here. All I'm, you like, ever see. I'm like, dude, they're 10 and one in like the top five offense. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I understand some things optically, but anyway, Preston Mattingly seems like he's going to be gone. He was named the assistant general manager uh, this yes. year by the Phillies, probably in a little attempt to give him a pay bump and, you know, mm-hmm. insulate him for another <laughs> year or so. Uh, but the other name on this list as well that had to do with the Phillies is Phillies pitching coach Caleb Cotham.
0: Cece.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got nicknames names for <laughs> Caleb Cotham now, CeCe. Um, Caleb Cotham, they, uh, you know, Saris goes on to say, basically is destined to be a manager in this game um he's equal parts curious rational highly skilled in game strategy and building relationships with players a rival executive says uh he's a rare breed whose impact is felt well beyond simply the pitching coach uh so it looks like you know the Phillies are going to lose some talent here uh from the executive and coaching ranks Mm. uh and that's the mark of success right like you know Shane Steichen left Jonathan Gannon left
0: you make a deep run in the postseason, you're probably not bringing back your coordinators. You're probably not bringing back for the Phillies, someone like Caleb. That's that's the nature of the beast. It's like, yeah. a, again, bittersweet because you're not running. This is what I always tell people, quick 30-second rant. This is why no matter how well you do the season prior, it doesn't matter the next season because there's a target on your back and you do not have the same group. You, you are always, always going to lose coaches, especially when you run – to the Super Bowl, the World Series, even the NLCS. You're just not bringing back the same people, which yeah. makes a whole different makeup of your group that the core is not back.
1: Yeah, and the, and I think why you pay to get a Dave Dombrowski and a Howie Roseman mm-hmm. and keep those guys is, you know, they know that three to five year plan. Like right. you have to build the culture that's developing these guys behind the guys. So that when a Shane Steichen leaves, a Brian Johnson is ready to just step right in seamlessly and take over. Mm -hmm. Uh, And hopefully they have that person in mind behind Caleb Cotham and Preston Mattingly. And hopefully they don't lose Brian Barber on top of it. Because (sighs) overall, in the Dave Dombrowski tenure compared to, and we will talk about Matt Klintec in a second, um, I would give them like pretty much an A+. Yeah. Because they improved the big league club. Uh, You know, they helped the ownership group spend money Mm -hmm. and they developed the farm system into something that for the decade of misery, that was the Phillies from 2012 to 2021, basically. Oh my
0: gosh. Are you kidding me? The MJ bros? I'm sorry to cut you off. How ridiculous are you? It is sports that we're talking about and you have the nerve to attack somebody for losing their child. Are you that? And please block that man. How ridiculous are you? It is never that serious. I'm so sorry, Tyler. I would come give you a hug if I could. It is never that serious in sports to, ha- to come into a show and attack somebody. He's not trying to deflect. This is his reality. And it's a reminder for all of you when you want to troll somebody and talk about sports and talk shit over our opinions on sports, that there are bigger things that are more important in this world besides your dumb opinions about your teams. Tyler Zuli and his family is grieving and you have the nerve to attack him because he, he posted a vulnerable post. He didn't have to share that with you because of this exact reason, asshole. Are you kidding me? And for anybody else that has the audacity to try to act like he needs to deflect from his opinion on a trade with anything personal, please don't join our show ever again. Absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I, My
0: gosh. You, have a heart.
1: That makes me sick. It's
0: not that serious. We are talking about sports here. And you have the nerve to attack this man and his family in a time where they're grieving a child that's that's fucking ridiculous please don't ever come back to the show and if we see you back in the show you're getting booted immediately
1: yeah we're a community of positivity My here gosh. and that was like truly one of the most vile things i've ever seen i am
0: so sorry you're, Tyler. you're
1: a horrible person and tyler we got your back um, Jesus, community's got your back and everybody in there Um, that's just, that's a despicable display of humanity. At the end Um, of the
0: day, we are talking about sports and I had to say this to that jerk Kevin, who's always tweeting at us on Twitter. This is sports. This is not life or death. And so what we're saying on this show, our opinions, our updates, our news, the rumors, the signings, as much as we're having fun with it, it's not the end of the world. There are bigger problems in this world than what we're talking about here in terms of sports. And if you are that out of touch with reality, please don't join our show. We're trying to give a great experience for everybody, just talking sports. But there are way bigger, more pressing things happening for us personally, as well as the rest of the world. And you never, ever come into any of our chat rooms with this type of nonsense. Please, yeah, the lord,
1: that was disgusting. Um, wow, let's just move on because that's going to derail my brain for the rest of the day. Um, <sighs> people are sick and don't pay it any mind, Tyler. Uh, we love you, buddy, and uh, we, you, you know that's what you've gone through is something. Um, you know, many people I know and care about have gone through and it's it's a horrible thing. And, um, you know, you you guys are in the grieving process and that person uh, deserves hell uh, for saying that. So wow. let's just move on. Well, um, I
0: did want to get into um, some updates around Juan Soto and our morning hot stove updates. Uh, first, let me just tell you guys about Foco really quickly. I don't have a segue for this at all because I'm heated a little bit. But Foco does a tremendous job leading manufacturer of merchandise and over at FOCO, if you use code PHLY, you get 10% off of your purchase. They have everything from collectibles to toys, bobbleheads, apparel, sweatshirts, hats. They've got all types of things that you can purchase at FOCO to be able to have the latest jerseys and, and T-shirts and sunglasses, whatever it is you're looking to purchase. Going over to FOCO, use the code PHLY10 to get 10% off of your purchase. All right, let's resume talking about some hot stove updates because yeah, the there have been a, a little, lot buzzing this The Yankees a bit. and Padres conversations have continued, and now we've talked a lot on the show about um, you know the, pot, the the poor Padres and how they're looking to uh, you know financially reset things. So John Heyman, uh did talk on Bleach Report's show on Wednesday, then also saw some different things from the Athletic Wednesday as well, and all the different updates are very similar and consistent now. The, for the uh, Athletics specifically, Brendan Cootie, I think is how you say his last name. Apologies. If that's incorrect. I don't know. It's K-U-T-Y. I think it's Cootie. Um, I probably. Cootie. Maybe. Maybe. Coody? Brendan K. from the Athletic Brendan um, K. reported late Wednesday that the teams have continued to talk about potential deal and are inching closer to the point that they now have also talked through who's off limits, who they would be considering in the trade for 25-year-old Juan Soto and the Padres. So a source tells The Athletic that the Yankees are reluctant to surrender upper echelon young talent in terms of prospects, such as righty starting pitcher Drew Thorpe or recently arrived big leaguers such as Jason Dominguez and shortstop Anthony Volpe. So San Diego is believed to be targeting starting pitching that could help in the majors as soon as next season The Yankees could offer righty Clark Schmidt um, who's currently in their rotation or will Warren or chase Hampton. So there's been some names of prospects and different guys that they've been looking to include in the deal. And it's inching closer um, to an actual trade happening between the Padres and the Yankees. If
1: I had to make a guess, it goes down at the winter meetings next week. Um, mm -hmm. So, which is going to be really interesting starting on uh, Monday morning down in Nashville Sunday. I'm sure everybody will get into Nashville and, you know, start the Mm -hmm. agent ownership talks in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the rule five draft, I believe on Thursday or Friday. So that's the timeline of next week. Uh, But it feels like this is like, there's been enough like seedling droppings. I know that's just leading up to this going down at the winter meetings. You know, I think he's going to be a Yankee for sure. And what we talked about yesterday is what just came up again in that piece. The Padres have 700 innings potentially gone from their team last year uh, between all the starters and bullpen arms that they're potentially losing. So it does seem like they're going to use Juan Soto to replace a bunch of those innings. Um, And the Yankees are are desperate and, Mm -hmm. you know, need to be important again and produce some runs. And Juan Soto is a great Mm -hmm. way to do that. So, um, you know, they have a great farm system. They'll sell it. And I think Juan Soto is going to be a New York Yankee and the Death Star will continue to be evil with, Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge mm-hmm. and potentially Juan Soto that is uh, pretty filthy and Man. you know for the 24 games they play together it'll be pretty formidable
0: yeah 35 home runs of course 275 average uh, 930 OPS in 2023 uh, Juan Soto we don't need to even go through his stats in much more detail you just know what At 25 years old, he could bring to the Yankees. It feels like he's been in the majors like a
1: decade already. I
0: was going to – that's the thing. I remember when he went to the Padres, and even then I felt like he was older, veteran. Like, Juan Soto feels like he's been around forever. He's still a baby. He's still young. He still has so much of his baseball career, you know, hopefully ahead of him. And so, uh, the John Heyman reports, the the different athletic reports, uh, it seems like it's absolutely going to happen that we're going to see a Juan Soto deal sooner than later yeah uh,
1: if i had to guess it'll be early next week but it's just a guess yeah Uh, winter meetings are gonna be fun i think a lot of stuff's gonna happen Mm -hmm. Uh, and a couple things did happen in the baseball world and we're speaking of babies before we get to the mets news from yesterday Uh, a baby has signed a very lucrative deal and became a very rich baby Uh, as 19 year old outfield prospect center fielder number two prospect in baseball leading up to this year Jackson Churio from the Milwaukee Braves, and this is where Matt Clintax's name was on my the, the mind. The Milwaukee Braves, the who? The who? <laughs>
2: Milwaukee Braves. They have not they they were been originally the, the in Milwaukee, Milwaukee in a long time, my friends. You the know, Milwaukee I wasn't
0: going to let Brewers. you slide. Somebody was ready to chop you down after you. Did Hank play in
2: Milwaukee, or is that yes? He did. Yeah, correct. Uh, so no, I believe no, it, I, I'll go back and try I to like find out how many years, years but it, before he, he was, he was there for a bit. Yeah.
1: So yes, obviously not the Milwaukee Braves, <laughs> the Milwaukee Brewers uh, signing the, the richest deal ever for a minor leaguer. Ooh. He has only played in six games above double A. He okay. signs an eight year, $80 million deal for Jackson Cheerio. Uh, I assuming he's going to be their opening day center fielder next year. So this is uh, like one of those deals like in Acuna and Albies or a Scott Kingery where you basically buy a guy out of two or three years of free agency and arbitration, lock him in now for a big deal. And look, and when Jackson Churio um, becomes a free agent, he's still going to be like, 27.
0: Mm, that's wild. So
1: he he gets 80 million now. Um, the Brewers get a bargain if he ends up being as good as projected to be for eight years, and he can then sign you know that Juan Soto kind of Aaron Judge level of contract if he's the real deal. Uh, but the Milwaukee Brewers do something outside the box, and Matt Clentac again, yeah. is tied to a contract before an at bat at the major league level as he's the assistant GM now out in. Uh, Milwaukee. So Jackson Churio breaks Lewis Roberts' deal of fifty million dollars <laughs> uh, as the previous richest minor leaguer to major league without a day of experience.
0: Yeah, after just Cha-ching. after just six games above double A. Congratulations to Jackson Churio for making the not bad, not bad as to nineteen think that, years old. That contract, eight years, eighty million is wild to think about at nineteen years old. Um, and as you talk about a historic contract of that. What so, would
1: 19-year-old Renee spend? 19-year-old um,
0: Renee would not have known what to do with any of that money. That's $80 why million.
1: Like, what's 19-year-old Renee doing? I'm
0: probably partying. At that point <laughs> in my life, I was out in these streets, man. So I probably am traveling to all the big cities. I would I would have been to London by now yeah. if 19-year-old if me had sure. $80 million. What I, about you, Jamie?
1: Um, Yeah, I probably would have <laughs> just been partying
2: a lot i, think I
0: probably would be passed out i would have been on a, a beach somewhere
2: yeah. yeah i definitely would have flown tyler somewhere. what about you Yeah, Where are you I, going? I, think, I think you're right like you think about it and you go okay well i know 30 year old me could bills and a house and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. blah 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 now it's but at 19 burn. i'm like the only thi- the only reasonable thing that i would be able to consider would be to like pay off my college tuition everything after that would be luxury right yeah, it would be like yeah, yeah. i'm buying this car and i'm doing this yeah and, you know like I don't know, like, I don't think an, a 19-year-old can, like, I, like because we've never done it, I'm sure that you may be able to, to you know, change your mindset, but it's got to be so hard for a 19-year-old to wrap your head around $10 million. I and know. to be
0: mature enough to handle that. 19-year-old like, me was driving a 2002, 2001 Kia Spectra with roll-up windows. Like oh, that, yeah. That, that's and everything was up. manual. And it wasn't my car; it's my parents' car. I didn't own my own car yet. I didn't have any college bills because I got a full ride to LaSalle. so I actually don't have any college debt um, for my undergrad or masters. But I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I really don't know what I would do. Like, I would have no bill. I wasn't paying a single bill at that time.
2: I, yeah, but well, it's you like, like it's, what it's do just you do? one of the <laughs> one of like the many reasons. Now I don't. I know people. There's a large contingency of people that don't like this guy, but one of the many reasons I have a ton of respect for LeBron James is because oh, yes. he had the weight of the world on his shoulders at eighteen years old, was handed, you know, the keys to the kingdom, was handed all this money and, and was not only that, but was said, go perform and, and handled and, it. and handled all of it really, really well. You know, mm-hmm. and, and is still handling it all really well. At 38, <laughs> as a as a grown man with a family, but like at 19, I can't fathom the like the I can't fathom the, the weight that was on I his shoulders have at 19. So
0: much respect for athletes or anybody that's a celebrity that has the ability to handle all that money and still be mature and still not get caught up in nonsense and mess. And that's honestly, it's not an excuse, but that's why I do understand when ridiculous things happen when you hear about. You know, celebrities and and athlete, pro athletes and whoever that gets caught uh, caught up in the tabloids. Because like, if you didn't have, all right, I know we're going to get back to the hot stuff in a second. But if you didn't have any bills, you have no responsibilities. Like financially, you can literally get up and go wherever you want. First of all, you're going to get bored. Like I get bored when I have like two days off. I'm like, gosh, what do I do with myself? Imagine you don't have to work. You don't have any bills. You can just fly wherever you want, sail wherever you want, do whatever you want. That's a rest- for trouble. Like, I, I, so I love the fact that certain people like LeBron James have been able to handle that well because that's a lot. I know I wouldn't have been able to do it. I know John in the chat was saying I would have been dead in a week. Yeah. Like, I don't know that even 31 year old me could handle $5 million just given, like, here you go. Like, not over time, just like here.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm with John Sequella. I would uh, buy some golf clubs and build myself, like, <laughs> a sick golf simulator room at my house (laughs) that was like all pimped out with a bar and like lounge area. Like I would would love to do that. Yeah, That's
0: why people have museums for houses because when you have all that money, like you just have all your favorite hobbies in there and you don't, yeah, you don't even have to worry about it. Congrats
1: to Jackson Churio. He's a rich man. If
0: you need some help with figuring out how to manage that, uh, and and there is a chance like a million dollar deal. He, he, you know, some people that can help.
1: There's a chance he becomes like, uh, a Ronald Acuna, where you look at it and you're like oh damn it they got the best player (laughs) the MVP of the league locked up at like way below market value and people are gonna go oh you shouldn't have taken that deal you know a lot of these guys have money to send home to their families back in the Dominican and other areas where it's life-changing life-altering money so it's hard to say like you shouldn't have done that you could have gotten more and it's like okay, yeah, but I would have had to have waited four or five years yeah. to get that money. So it's almost like it's it's kind of a, a strange win-win for these kids mm-hmm. because they get life-changing money. Um, but if they perform, yeah. they outperform the money, and then they have to wait until free and agency. And that is where
0: I do understand the value of being able to go straight into the majors or go straight into pro sports versus, like, going sometimes the college route or going and playing in the minors mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, if you can get the bag... And now at 19 years old, you have the ability to help your family out. You can buy your your parents a house, you know, whatever. I definitely would. I understand that, too. I respect that. Dave um, P., you
1: don't <laughs> need Jackson Cheerio money to get bidets. They're like 40 bucks on Amazon. I've installed them on toilets. One of my friends, every time. I used
0: to have a bidet. Yeah,
1: one, one of my friends, every time Not one of room. our buddies moves into a house, his housewarming gift is a bidet.
0: Bidets are overrated. Mm. I think it's a weird thing. And I mean, we're not going to go into toilet we're, talk.
1: We're 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 not doing toilet talk. We're not today. doing toilet talk. But we're that's my, promoting that's good butt health in 2024. Men, prostates, it's good for your. It's good for There's
0: butt. other ways to
1: clean your butt. It's clean good. Your butt.
2: <laughs> Speaking of baseball, uh, by the way, did you guys know that uh, Hank Aaron was actually Milwaukee and the Braves went, when Hank Aaron was with the Braves? They were there for 12 seasons with Hank Aaron. I 12? I, okay. I, I, I would have said, wow. said five or six before yeah. they we're moved to Atlanta. I did not realize it was 12. 19, wow. So he, he's his first year in the Bigs was 1954. Uh, and they moved to Atlanta after the 1965
1: 1954,
2: season. 1954,
0: when announcers talk like this. Oh, why did everybody sound like
2: that in the 50s? I don't <laughs> Hank Aaron, by the way, 21 consecutive All Star appearances.
1: That's a lot of days he could This young bought. kid, Henry Aaron, <laughs> takes his first at bat for the Milwaukee Brewers. This kid's got all the potential in the world. Why did they talk? <laughs> I got Renee pretty good with that. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, and, uh, it does I'm sound like, yeah, Thank you, thank and you. And I
0: can picture you like you just instantly With the went hat into and black the press and white. Pass. Yeah, it went. Everything went black and white. Obviously. Wow, this kid
1: looked like he belonged.
0: <laughs> the mics are all those like yeah.
1: smoke st- is smoke. billowing around the press box. Yeah.
0: Why did everybody <laughs> Why talk so like weird? that in the '50s? Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> Oh man! Yes, Henry okay, our well,
1: kids got a future,
0: and it was fast. Everybody spoke so fast. Yeah. I can't even try. I can't even that. I I can do a lot of different accents and stuff, but you got me on that one. Yeah. Um, well, let me let, tell you
1: about one of our partners here at Phly Sports, and that's Wheelhouse Cards. See. I want to tell you about their locations in Wayne and Westchester. All right. I'm not going to do the full read like that, but I do want to tell you about wheelhouse cards. Uh, wheelhouse is our go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. Their motto is cards and community because the love of sports <laughs> unites us all. They carry all your favorite card brands like tops, chrome baseball and mosaic football, as well as t-shirts, hats and hoodies from brands like Mitchell and Ness 47 brand junk food, starter and shy vintage sports. Looking to grade your sports card collection? Well, Wheelhouse has got you covered with PSA grading submissions. They also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. So stop into either of the locations in Wayne or Westchester, open seven days per week at 11 a.m. Use that code PHLY and get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in-store. And also be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at wheelhousecards. And while I'm rolling, I'm just going to go right into Please game don't time. I saw the <laughs> I was an upper deck man too, uh, Dave P. Wink. Um,
0: Ew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> game time. They also use the code PHLY. I've used them a couple oh times now since PHLY is fired up. I learned about game time here. Uh, I'm telling you firsthand, it's an awesome experience. I got a pair of comedy show tickets, I got a pair of uh, music. Uh, concert tickets I don't know why I say music concert sometimes I can just say concert Uh, but I've used it both and if you're looking for tickets to the San Francisco 49ers game this weekend game time has got you covered because buying tickets should not be a pain game time has flash deals and last minute tickets easy to find tickets uh, for every kind of event in your area you can get image of your seat views They have a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. You name it, they care about you and they got your back. Uh, Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: Okay. Thanks for the laugh. (laughs) Thank goodness I wasn't on camera. Um, Uh, You guys in the chat are hilarious. There were a lot of different comments all over the place um, that I wanted to hit on. I love the the positive vibes that you guys are sending in the chat. I appreciate that.
1: Huge shout out. love
0: that some of you guys are making donations to March of Dimes as well. Um, You know, unsolicited. Love that. Love that. And thank you for sending love to our brother, Tyler. (laughs) Um, and also, I got a compliment in there. I'm gonna thank you, Ryan, uh, Dave, Spiral Out, Santiago, everybody. Absolutely, kids, that got tier, a lot of Mokar. chops. Got-
2: but by the <laughs> way, we, Santiago's right. We got to figure out a way. He said we got to. He said thank us by making call a thing. We got to get our. <laughs> we got to get call-ins in. You know, every once in a while. Yeah.
0: One, we'll figure it out. Well, I actually was thinking of some ideas. We'll figure it out for sure. Um, but yes, lots of. <laughs> I know Chris is in the chat also like you guys are you guys are lovely. You guys are just great. All right. So there have been a lot of updates um, around the morning stovetop that I wanted to just quickly run through before we get into guess that ballpark. Yeah. Now, uh, <clears throat> you know, because I'm in the lead. So if you didn't pick up on that,
1: <laughs> I'm going to great American so, ballpark today.
0: So, yes. So we had. Uh, Don't the do Mets that. Have it's been, wrong. The Mets. Did have a signing of a couple signings. They signed Luis Severino to a one year deal for thirteen million. I,
1: I hate to say this, and Tyler, I'm curious your reaction on him. I think this is a good deal for the Mets.
0: Well. It's, I hate to say ahead, that. I let you jump in. I, I, and roll I, I, through. I think
2: you, you know you make a good point, Jamie. When you always say you know one year deal, there's really no bad one, year, no deals bad one year deals in baseball. It's 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 kind of a a flyer deal. I think you know you've seen some really good from Luis Severino, and you've seen some really bad, not so good from Luis Severino. And I think you know last year he probably pitched under worst? probably pitched under 20 games. I would say I don't. Uh, th- he pitched in 19 games. Yeah, it's, I mean he hasn't pitched yeah. more than. More than 19 games since 2018, when he was an All Star. I think his best years are probably behind him, but I don't think he's I don't think he's cooked just yet. I just think last year was was bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets back to the three one level of Luis Severino, but if he can get to three seven three nine, I think on a one year deal, it's not a bad move. Yeah, yeah, I think it's
1: actually a smart move for the Mets after they just kind of had the the Scherzer um, or not Scherzer, uh, yeah Scherzer. Shares are in Verlander. Things blow up on them, so uh, yeah, I think it's a low risk potential, um, decent move for the Braves. I hate yeah. to give them credit, but it makes sense.
0: They also, of course, uh, signed Joey Wendell to a deal as well. Um, and the Mets have been reported to be active on the starting pitching market. Apparently, they're not done yet, and they might not even be done in the short term. In addition to these other moves that we've seen from them, that's what uh, SNY's Andy Martino reported. And the Mets are looking to sign two, three, or more of this mid to the rotation starting pitchers. Um, So they're just getting started, apparently, with the Mets. So we'll keep an eye on the Mets. And then also the Royals had a signing as well, signing a utility man, super utility man at that, Garrett Hampson, to a one-year contract, another one-year deal. And that was announced Wednesday that the deal's worth $2 million, uh, 29 years old, uh, had a, a solid year With the Marlins and now has inked deal with the Royals as well.
1: Yeah, there seems to be a lot of like the little trickle moves happening. And next week there's a chance we get that flurry of bigger moves happening.
0: And that's what I was gonna say. All these small moves are absolutely too They're lead like up little for table setters. For the, for it the, is for like, the main
1: bird that's, that's coming. That's a now. great
0: way to put that. Like they're putting out the placemats yeah. and these cutlery and yeah. everything, and they're getting your ready, ready for the utility men. Right. Your... This is all to set up for the, the big the big heavy hitter moves. And
1: that's so Tani and Yamamoto.
0: Of course. <laughs> and then also the Dylan Cease conversations are intensifying reportedly. Yeah. Uh Major League Baseball's website report. That they feel at MLB.com that is that a trade could happen before the winter meetings. Dylan Cease could be the appetizer for the main course of the winter meetings. Uh, that's possible. The Braves and Dodgers have been connected to Cease so far, as well as other clubs. But Dodgers seems like are we desperate may have, for pitching. They are soup. It's the desperate Dodgers right now. Uh, so we might see cease in a deal happening uh, before the main entree comes out for the winter meeting. Yeah,
1: it's actually uh, the trade market for pitchers is almost like in a way better than the free agent market uh, mm. or at least comparable to it is It is actually uh, because now, you know, Corbin Burns, there's been a lot of discussion. Milwaukee kind of knows they're going to lose them in a year because Corbin Burns went out and got Scott Boris and company which means <laughs> we're not giving you any deals. Uh, we're going to get every last penny that's out there. So Milwaukee's at the point where like you might be able to compete a little bit this year because you do have some talent, but also you know you're going to lose them. So like, what do you do? So Corbin Burns could potentially be out there. Shane Bieber mm-hmm. is getting called by the Cubs and some other teams. Another Cy Young finalist, just like Dylan Cease was. And then, of course, Tyler's boy, Tyler now uh also out there. So those are four pretty good names on the trade market. So that's another thing to watch for next week like oh, does, yeah. w- does one of those four get moved um prior to, you know, a Yamamoto or Snell signing. We'll see. Yeah, um, and last
0: two deals that I have before we move along um is the fact that the Reds have agreed to a two-year contract with a uh, right-handed reliever Emilio p- Pagan and that was reported by Mark Fizan Um you know, of course he now has to go through the process. It's all p- pending a physical and everything, but um Emilio signed a 16 million dollar deal with a player option after the first year. And um actually that is my last one cuz I got through the rest of them already. So with that, I know uh there is some question about John Foley. I hope you guys enjoyed John Foley's piece that he wrote earlier this week. If you haven't already Ryan or anybody else in the chat had a chance to check it out, definitely go check out John Foley's piece with us. He'll it's be first in. of many to come and we always have Fridays with Foley. So, John Foley will be joining us tomorrow. And not only is he joining us on the show, he'll be here with us in studio. So, we're excited to have Fridays with Foley being in person. So, uh, yes, glad you can ask ask that, Ryan, because it teases us up as we get ready to wrap up soon the fact that tomorrow is Fridays with Foley with John Foley here.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, we met John at a tailgate <clears throat> earlier this year uh, during the playoff run, uh, but it'll be good to you know see him in person yeah. and not do a, a long distance uh, interview with him. And uh, there's a lot in store for John, so um, we're really looking forward to uh, getting that relationship blossoming and off the ground. And uh, we'll do We've so got in a, a major lot of way plant very
0: soon. references today. Theme. Is it? And, yeah, yeah, yeah planty kind of in, a day.
1: Mm, maybe. Uh, maybe subconsciously, like all the um, the shrubbery at my house is dying. and It's just like bothering oh, me because I, I don't. I um, I don't. Some of them die and then regrow. Yeah. And
0: some so I don't, don't know which handle. ones
1: to like knock off. I feel like I'm always gonna yeah. get yelled at because my mother in law is like our green thumb. She's like the person that's like, all right, do this, do that. You know, she knows okay. what she's doing, and I'm always like, can I, I take a green a thumb? I you do. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you can come over and tell me what I'm I didn't all that i
0: I do a really good job keeping my plants alive i don't have a garden or anything because i okay. live in the city um but all of my plants live and thrive they're probably dying right now yeah. It probably just jinx them maybe when the
1: weather turns i'll have you and tyler out to the house we'll do a little barbecue yeah like
0: i'm actually a really good landscaper i help my parents at their house mm-hmm. I've, i got all that down we nice. you know weeds and flowers yeah i just don't know i'm always
1: afraid to pull or rip hedges. something out or trim something because i don't know like gotcha. you know so i, I have a so maybe I, that's where the seed thing comes yeah, from. I don't you remember. know,
0: it's fine. I'm the, I'm the handy one out yeah. of the two of us. I'm um, the fixer, wh- the, the landscaper. Yeah, so one I'm
1: last talking. thing before we get to the <laughs> uh, the guess that ballpark. Uh, I was reading Jim Bowden did his updated uh, free agent list last night, and, you know, the top remaining uh, 50 free agents. And I noticed something interesting, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's former Philly Hector Neris. He had Hector oh, yeah. Neris, who's probably the top like middle relief guy on the market. He had him rated higher than Josh Hader. Huh. Uh, Tyler, do you make anything of that... Are middle relievers now becoming as important so, as like back end guys? So
2: I'm curious. is, is They were the, like right there. It was like it was like thirty eight and thirty nine. Like, like Josh is, Hader
1: was rated rated low on his list.
2: Is the monetary value taken into account when, when they have these conversations? Because I, I think if if, if I'll it have is to, I'll have to read haters, haters gonna make, you know, big bucks. Yeah. And Neris is gonna get a good deal, but bang, I don't think bang it's Bang for your buck. It's not gonna be it won't be big bucks like that. So if if they take money into consideration, that may be why because the team could look at Neris as a he's probably an, best suited as a seventh and eighth inning guy. I think the the Astros found that out. Uh, his numbers were great in Houston for most of the time there. Um, I I don't know what the like I, I, maybe they have a value grading scale, and that that's the only the only thing yeah. I can ask because if you're just looking at oh, okay. strictly
1: what the two bring to your team. Here's how he did it. I I missed this part because I just started right at number one. He said, here's a quick look at at each of those players who are ordered by their 2023 war, according to baseball reference. So Hector Neris must have been slightly just better than Josh Hader Hmm. last year, which, you know, that middle relief, high leverage back end, it's like, you know, everything kind of goes in like waves. And it's like, I almost get the sense out there in baseball now that like, those middle reliever guys are like almost equally as important as your back end guys. Mm-hmm. Like, there's almost been like That's a, a devaluing point. of closers in baseball a little bit uh, because of what, like, the Phillies approach, for example, they don't have a true closer. They kind of ride the hot hand, go right, with the matchups, right. uh, high leverage spots versus non high leverage spots. So, I was just curious if Jim Bowden was like, acknowledging that like yeah maybe closers aren't as important as those middle relief guys so
0: it does feel like there's a change
1: yeah a little bit yeah. so uh, i just thought that was an interesting observation in his piece mm-hmm. hector neris our old friend hector
0: yeah i just want to um clarify i'm not going anywhere guys don't worry um you leaving us a- for a night? apparently i'm out <laughs> you know that's it. i'm gonna go i know king Krabs has a plumbing needs help with some plumbing which no. <laughs> it's interesting itself. i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm not gonna continue with that king Krabs. no not going anywhere at all. I'm here to stay. Um, and unfortunately, uh for Jamie, I'm here to stay Uh-oh. because I'm mopping them up on guess that ballpark.
1: Great American ballpark we should we should actually <laughs> I'm gonna do, get it right one. We these should days.
0: actually do one without even looking at it. Because that's probably just as accurate. <laughs> yeah. Just throw a name out there. Great um, American ballpark. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So as always on this show, as we wrap up, we always do guess that ballpark where Tyler Zuli, as well as our uh, team, Chris Frezza, they, they put together a nice outline of the ballpark. I know we've got some new folks in the chat a little bit today. Uh, for anybody else that's listening on podcast platforms, go back and watch because I have been doing well. I've been doing well. I'm now I'm now up four to two <clears throat> according to the scoreboard. I but would- I'm
1: gonna get Great American Ballpark one of these <laughs> times. So it's basically like four to three.
0: Oh, okay. That's yeah, because I works. already have
1: the great I'm just gonna guess Great American Ballpark every day <laughs> until I get it. And then hopefully I can take the lead.
0: So with that being said, we've already had about 14 ballparks that we've done already. So we're just getting about halfway through. And now it is time for our one of our favorite parts of the day. Guess that? Ballpark. Tyler Zuli. What's we got here, Tyler?
2: Yeah, real quick before we do that, speaking oh, no. of the leverage situations with Hector oh. Neris, uh, over Harris. the last two years, um, I, and granted, this is one website's numbers, and this is Fangraphs, and they're pretty on top of their their advanced stuff. Um, but over the last two seasons, he's thrown 48 what they consider medium Leverage situation innings, and he's thrown about 35 uh, high leverage situation innings. The numbers are are good. In he both good. spots, I would like Hector back. I mean, mm. so like last year in what they considered high leverage situations, he faced 68 batters. Do you guys want to take a guess at how many got on base? Three. Uh, A little more than that. Six. Thirteen. Oh. Thirteen. Okay. You okay. give oh. up five hits and eight walks. Opponents damn opponents good. hit 088 against him in eighteen and two thirds innings pitched in high leverage. They hit uh two nineteen in twenty-eight medium leverage innings pitch. So I mean Neris' numbers have been have been pretty good.
1: That's yeah. Impressive. And that's why Jim Bowden, you know, his war translates to that, and that's why uh he's rated ahead of Josh Hader on Bowden's list. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's
0: have some fun now. Again, it's time for Guess That Ballpark. I know this is very difficult for some, for all of us, myself included. And so uh, for all of you guys in the chat, be ready to put your guesses in. For anybody that's in there, Santiago, Mickey, Barbara, Ryan, Dave, King Crabs, John, make sure you're ready to guess that ballpark. And I'm not looking at the chat's answers. I'm going to go along myself. I don't need help, Mm -hmm. maybe. All right, Tyler, let's see what it is. I'm nervous.
2: Oh, no Ooh. oh oh that's very that's oh. and, and by the way as as always oh my you gosh. don't have to have the sponsorship name yes. like if you if you give the team like if you were to say if like let's say citizens bank park wasn't in philly and you were like oh that's the philly stadium you okay. get credit for it
0: okay that's a very specific looking that
2: is very wonky
0: oh gosh and you guys that are talking about the timer there's no timer here
1: well, when I get my guess in,
0: no, then that's not we usually fair. give you
1: like 3 minutes after that. We're pretty generous you know? here. <laughs> We're givers. Whatever. Yeah, what that, you right, you're c- you're that right center field.
0: Oh, is... I think I might have one. Okay, I have a potential. I have a potential option. Mm. We didn't do the Diamondbacks yet.
1: Are you asking?
0: Kind of. I'm going <laughs> I'm consulting my list.
1: Okay, I wish I had didn't. a list. That would have been smart.
0: Oh, I always say I'm going to share the list with you, and I never do.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well,
0: you don't ask me after the show. I forget. Tyler, oh, I'm sorry. Not the Diamondbacks.
2: Tyler, has. we have not done it's a Detroit, Rockies. have we, Comerica? I, um, I don't believe we've done Detroit. No, I, I would have to go back and look, but I don't believe we have.
0: Wait. I meant to say. I think meant-
2: I'm going to.
1: Oh man, that I, I actually think this one's so unique with that right center that you really want to get it right here. I, mm. Is it Arizona with that pool? That's
0: what I actually am looking at. No, uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. I'm not. I'm not going Diamondbacks anymore. I retract. I take that back. We already did Fenway Park at one point. I see Yankees. We did Yankees at one point already. I know some of you guys have missed some of our past. Ones, but I want to clarify. All right, so I'm it's gonna not ramp that. it up.
1: I'm going Comerica Park. We we did Detroit. We already did Comerica. We did we did we in fact fe- yeah. Spiraling out. I top actually feel back. like
0: it's Colorado.
1: My top answer has been taken off the board. <laughs> Shit. Oh no. Um We
0: have already done about fourteen, unfortunately, for those that maybe missed previous ones. So like Fenway, Yankees, we're already done.
1: I'm going San Francisco Giants Oracle Park. We're uh, we we have not done that, right? I don't believe we. No, have. No, we have not. I'm going McCovey Cove, baby. Oh Final man. answer. Oh no, Renee. We will give you your two minutes. Um. Siri, set a timer for two minutes.
0: No, uh, Siri.
1: <laughs> it's already started. Don't waste time, Renee.
0: Oh wait, it kind of looks like that.
1: Mm, I don't. you It kind
0: of looks like it could be that one. But I still kind of feel like it should. It could be Coors Field hmm oh this game no 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 uh i don't know all right in the chat there's a lot of different answers rolling in dang it
1: mm-hmm. okay now I, I
0: don't know i was like so sure of myself
1: i feel pretty good
0: whatever this is difficult. Okay, I
1: kind of <laughs> do see a little bit of. Oh no! You better not piggyback on me.
0: No, we didn't do the Rangers yet. I wait. Mm-hmm. I kind of see a little bit.
2: You have a minute five.
0: I kind of see some. Jamie Rangers. Mickey says you
2: just set off his timer. What's that? Mickey Durkin says you just you just set off his timer by saying. <laughs> actually, set the hilarious. Timer.
1: That's,
0: actually
1: That's hilarious. great. It's Shy Park. Look, it's up there on the wall. Shy Park. Stop. All right. 50 all right. Seconds. All right. 50 seconds. Oh, Connie oh Mack, it's Connie Mack Stadium. Welcome in to Connie Mack. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful start. day here no. at Shide Park in West don't Philadelphia. Don't start, born and raised. This young Henry Aaron in town today to oh see if the gosh. Phillies can handle him.
0: Why was everybody's names back then Hank Aaron? Like, I want to know the popular names back
1: 25 then. seconds. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh no. 1954
1: okay, most so popular baby names Michael, Robert, James, John, Patricia, Deborah, Linda, Mary. Wait. <sighs> Your times are almost up. No! Five. Oh, four, you guys are talking
0: about me in the chat. I didn't to play professional soccer. I Two. not stall Don't,
1: don't stall this. Wake up, Renee. time for Please, a final no! lead.
0: Oh my gosh. This is literally how I was taking a test, Mickey. I was the exact. Okay. Okay, okay. (coughs) Final answer. What did you say? Because you're wrong. I think it's Texas. All right. I think it's the Rangers.
2: Final answer. All right, so I will say this. This is the first time in a very long time that no one in the chat got this question correct. Oh, no. Did one
0: of us get it correct? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I suck at this game.
0: How does it feel? Ha ha ha.
1: Did you write this ahead of time or are you freestyling right now?
0: I'm freestyling.
1: Right.
0: I told you, I got I got some I got some bars. I can God. freestyle.
1: Damn it. Ah, I was me, so positive Let me collect that was myself here. Fran.
0: Let me collect myself here. It's not an upset, King Krabs. I'm the top seed.
1: I don't know how that's not Oracle Park. It's not Oracle Park, Jamie. Are
0: you trying? Tyler, he wants to throw a challenge flag.
2: You can, I'm telling you, Chris is right down the hall. You can take it up with him. Flash it one
0: more time. It's not Oracle. Wow, we're we're showing it again. Look how straight the no, no, Jamie.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess (laughs) not. Damn it! I thought I had one. I'm so bad. Wait, wait, put put it up one more time here.
0: (laughs) Oh, it feels so good to beat you. So good. So good. So good. Keep Stupid. challenging. You are wrong. So, guys, okay. There's no cheating in this game, M B D B D B F. It's a really difficult game. It's really hard to do. People have tried to cheat. It's difficult. You oh, no, you, the you cheat.
1: There's no doubt you cheat. It's We're just both cheating. I'm just worse at cheating, apparently. I thought of all the things, I would be able to cheat better than you. You know, because you were like the good student. I was like the
2: idiot. I
0: know. I'm actually really surprised. I never used to cheat in school. You're
2: cheating better than me.
0: Uh, wow. Um, Yeah, I was exactly like this in school. Like 100% going to gonna
2: be Oracle Park tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> Just to like see if you guys
1: get it. Right, if I miss Great American Park at this point, I'm going to be real pissed.
0: The downfall of Renee will be beautiful. No, guys. Don't pray for my death. They used to pray for my downfall. <laughs> um, This was fun. I had a blast. I'm
1: glad you had fun. <laughs> I'm glad.
0: <laughs> all right. the 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 truth is, you just got to take your time. Some of you guys rush to give your answers a little bit too quickly. Jamie, I'm looking at you, James Edward. Um, Damn it! But you guys take your time. Jamie came into this when we first
1: came in announced cocky. we were
0: going to do guest the ballpark. This is why I celebrate. <laughs> we first announced we were going to do guest that ballpark. I thought I, I could get ten or eleven. It. I wasn't all for it because I knew I was going to be trash. But Jamie, yeah, 10 or 11 was his prediction that he was going to get a third of the ballparks. And you still have time. I guess. You still you're like Aaron Rodgers in the Jets. You have a 5% chance what the of making hell is it up and you're going to shoot your shot.
1: I can't, what a freak. <laughs> you're in now
0: Yeah, that's you right now. You're Aaron Rodgers in the Jets thinking you have a chance. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. This has been fun. Love to do this again sometime. Oh wait, we can. Tomorrow at 11:30 a.m. We will be back. We will also have...
1: John Dickerson, they're clogs. They're not my wife's. She does not wear a size 13. They're mine. I
0: Not just putting your...
1: John said, I borrowed... What are those shoes, Ryan says?
0: God. Oh, they don't know no, about the
1: shoes. talked yeah. we haven't
0: talked... To- we haven't These are my winter here. shoes
1: where I don't have to wear socks. We
0: haven't been in here in a while. So people... Uh, like, yeah, first yeah. week... The first week of this show, we established... Venmo, we you. established that Jamie doesn't wear sneakers... Jamie only wears flip-flops, and those are Burks, technically. Yes,
1: they are not Uggs. They're, they're not Bur- Uggs. They're Burks. they
0: And he's not a sock person. He's not a sneaker person. So this is what his this is his winter footwear, whereas some of us, ew.
1: <laughs> no socks.
0: I think it's weird. I think it's so weird, especially in wintertime. All right, so we will have Fridays with Foley tomorrow. John Foley will be joining us. I hope you guys had fun. I agree with you, Chris. I wish this could be a four-hour show. Jamie and I would love to chat with you and Tyler for four hours. Every single day, but instead you get us for an hour and some change. And we'll be back tomorrow, 1130 a.m. We'll have more fun. We'll do some comparisons. I feel like it's a great Friday topic to get into, but uh, we'll have some great topics for you here on PHY Phillies Podcast. As always, like, subscribe, follow, continue to uh, tune in and have fun with us. We enjoy each and every one of you that joins us with all the positivity and all the great dialogue. And we'll see you back for Friday's edition of PHY Phillies Podcast. Have a good one, guys.